Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello everyone, this is Rooted and Robust Podcast and we are here again today with another exciting episode for you. You know this is a show that inspires, informs, educates and spurs you to cultivate the skills you need to achieve your desired goals and success and you know how we do it on this show i always have a guest for you today i am joined on the show with raymond okpani if you don't know who he is yet you are about to find out because today we'll be talking about something that every leader inspiring leader someone that wants to get ahead in life should know today we are talking about how to build social capital how to build social capital so if you are wondering why raymond is fit for this you will find out very soon so welcome on the show raymond thank you so much for joining me today thank you so much for having me it's good to be here all right so let's hear from the horse's mouth who is raymond Opani? <laughs> Well, um, so thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to grace your platform. So my name is Raymond Okwani, and uh, I always tell people that I kind of wear many hats, but at the top of it is that I am the founder of Youth Spark Pan Africa. It's a a global community of uh, emerging leaders and thriving entrepreneurs across 27 African countries. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, also, I am an author, I have like two books to my name and I am also uh, very, very big on personal branding and personal brand strategies where I help people understand how to move from an ordinary individual to a profitable brand, which is also going to come into the conversation today about um, how to build the social capital. And lastly, um, I also have like um, lead a company for SMEs called Glossby Digital Solutions, where we provide our digital services to entrepreneurs. That's just a short for what I do. Yeah. What was the, the the inspiration behind Youthmark? I mean, it has its footprint in 15 African countries, yeah. and that yes. is massive. What was the inspiration behind Youthmark? How did it all start? Oh, okay. So I I got into the non uh, civil society space quite early in my life. So I started volunteering for an NGO. Again, when I finished school, um, I didn't really have the opportunity or the privilege of joining my mates to to the university, just like I, I had wanted to go and study medicine um, and become a medical doctor. So as the first born in my family, I have uh, six siblings. I was saddled with this responsibility. I gave myself the responsibility actually to really start getting independent of, of every other thing. And so I, in, the, in my quest to gain independence, I started volunteering for an NGO um, in somewhere in Nigeria, in South Ebony State, Nigeria. And I volunteered for six years. So my volunteering for that NGO gave me access and experiences to work with different demography of people. Uh, I work with uh, orphans and vulnerable children. I work with out-of-school youth. I work with uh, uh, young women. I worked on different projects uh, ranging from community TB care 
rolled back malaria um, widow's care scheme you know project youth related project i did a lot of projects i lived in communities you know working with people and in the process of volunteering i gained access to a lot of experience i was also developing myself yeah. and it got to a point where i saw a lot of young people who were looking up to me to say Raymond they were inspired with what i was doing um yes at, at the beginning it was very exciting when you hear people telling you you're inspiring but honestly at some point it became irritating to hear that and why was it irritating it was because most of these people who come to me to say these things they had what i was really really desiring and that is majority of them were all in the university i didn't i was not in the university i wanted to really go to school and um, most of them had people that could train them people that could send them pocket money people that could you know give them school fees and all those things so i started thinking in my head i'm like okay if these people are coming to me to say i am i am inspiring them even when i do not have i was not in the university i do not have a degree what if they they can understand the things that i do without a certificate and start doing it it means that their certification will be an added advantage yeah you know to them and so i started asking myself so how do i reach out to these people now by then I was the I was the SA to the head of service. I was a special assistant to a state head of sales service. I was 22 years old when I was SA to the head of service. Now I became all these things without a university university degree, and I did pretty well, you know, for six years working with government. And so in 2015, I decided that you know what I really I'm really 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 very passionate about helping other young people who were in quote now. Uh, becoming like nuisance in the society mm-hmm. despite having the opportunities that I am so 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 craving for and the best way I was going to reach out to them I couldn't reach them as Raymond Opani and so I realized that I had to reach out to them through a platform and that was when I left them um, I decided you know what I don't want to do anything with government anymore and I got on set up an NGO because it was the only way I could speak the language of young people Mm-hmm. through a youth ngo so that was actually what better youth spark but when youth spark started it was not youth spark it started as um raise a youth foundation in 2014 and we did a lot of projects you know in, across secondary schools and university campuses uh different pet projects until 2017 when we remodeled to say you know what we have really engaged with a lot of young people at the community level at the you know state level and some of them are beginning to understand and take hold of their own lives how do we also reach out to perhaps people you know that that look to a higher demography yeah. who are not just you know within the local community and that was why we remodeled and as god may have the vision was so strong and kind of say okay what can happen outside nigeria uh, it was also the greatest push because we had not done anything outside their boy and then there is just this uh, quantum leap to just move from Abakaliki Airport instead and you just shoot out to have an an event that that had about 32 people from about 11 countries mm. in another country that was in Ghana and it was a paid event everybody paid to and flew themselves to Ghana for that event so that was actually what really really inspired this thing but then at the very very roots of the inspiration is because i realized that 
if I could get to that point without a university degree, it simply means, and a lot of people are coming to me to say they were inspired and actually, you know, some of them were beginning to adopt to some of the things, personal development, some of them were beginning, were beginning to inspire them to buy books for themselves and read, you know, to to along the line of, you know, reviewing their association and, you know, doing things like that. I realized that a lot of people's success are tied to my own success. That was the, the crux of my inspiration. I realized that there are so many people who are going to fail if I fail as an individual. So I needed to work on myself. I needed to do everything to be a success because some people are going to meet me and all they need to do is to talk to me and maybe they can get inspired to become a better version of themselves. And that was actually what inspired me to work and we've been over here. Wow. We are not slowing down because <laughs> I'm a youth. I'm, I'm sparking, so we are all youth spark. <laughs> we are really not slowing down. So wow, congratulations! And for so far, and I mean in the future, really. All right, today we want to look at social capital. This is something that personally I feel every young person should get a grasp of what social capital is and how to build it and how to make it work for them. You have played in this space. I mean, you have networked. You have, I don't know how you do it. You probably tell us today, but I want you to tell <laughs> us really <laughs> what social capital is and how do we, where do we start in building this very important aspect of life as young people? Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, I I always get that question when people say, Raymond, how do you do it? You know, and that was why I was laughing. Yes. Say, how do you do In it? fact, how do you? Let me ask so, you straight. How do you do it? <laughs> so when we talk about social capital, um, uh, it's important that first of all, we know that there are different types of capital, right? Um, because when we talk about capital, we're just talking about um you know, it's like what somebody said, you need financial capital, you need money to kickstart something. Yeah. Right. So, social capital is very different. It's entirely very, very different. So, when we talk about social capital, we're talking about connection between individuals. We're talking about connection between individuals. Right. And a lot of people have different definitions about what social capital is. But no matter what, definition we give to social capital it's really simply about connections because there are people who don't really connect no matter what but just to put it straight uh it's really about the network of relationships among people uh, and these people are people that either they are living within a particular space or they are working within a particular environment uh, but they are not just doing that. They are also leveraging on that connection to create positive results yeah. in different areas. So it means that people have to connect, people have to network, but then they are not strangers. It's either they are connected by a way of where they are living together or where they are working together. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um, they want to also leverage on whatever strength that they have to achieve specific results and what it simply means is that for people to also connect they must be going towards the same direction they must have the same interest right Uh, there must be something that is always pushing them towards a particular direction 
um, either they are, you know, you know, they're interested in succeeding in a particular area. I read the book and the book was saying that success means different things to different people. You know, some people, they just want to have the highest academic qualification. Another person wants to have the a lot of money in their business. So for, so for two people who have, one person is looking forward to making a lot of money and another person wants to become a professor within a specific period of time, you find out that two of them will be finding it very, very, very difficult to, to connect because this person is always talking about money. This person is always talking about reading books, right? This person wants to go out and do business. This person wants to just be indoors and be studying. So, but let me also put this straight that building social capital is not about networking. Okay. It is not about networking. It is about building genuine relationships, now, the reason why I said this is that most times people get into a place, people think that when you go for an activity and or you go for a seminar or you go for a training and then um, you you just want to connect with people, there are different layers of building social capital. Um, and so if you are stopping at the level of networking, that means you just greeted someone, collected phone number and you moved. That's yeah. It will be very difficult for you to, you know, to acquire this next level. Because, you see, capital, it's, a, it's like a currency. Looking at how do you build connections that you can use to, to make exchange. Mm-hmm. So looking at connection with other human beings, sort that can attract exchange, that has purchasing power, mm-hmm. right? So so it's not just about networking with people. When you want to think, when we're thinking about building social capital, don't think about networking. Remove networking from your mind and start thinking about building genuine relationships and something happens when you are looking forward to building genuine relationships you're going to activate what we call the klt principle now if you're networking with people you're not going to activate that because you just met somebody in a meeting you just greeted the person how are you doing how is this and within the next five ten minutes you've 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 moved across to the next person right so it means that you want to use like 5, 10, 20 minutes to talk to 20 people. Yeah. So you, you don't really have a lot of time because it's network. You are trying to network and create connections between a lot of people. However, it is at the lower level of building social capital. Mm-hmm. It would be better that you focus on maybe zero in on one, two persons and activate a channel to building very genuine relationships, right? So, because when you start building genuine relationship, you activate the KLT principle. That's the know, like, and trust principle. Um, it means that you can actually zero in what they are doing beyond what brought you guys together, beyond what brought you people together in this space. So if you are meeting them at the training program, you're not just asking them about what they are learning at the training and all that. You're also asking them about their business and perhaps already thinking about how to help them to solve an already existing problem. Now, someone that is networking cannot do that. Yeah. And what I'm saying is my personal opinion. When I put it out here now, um, you will also agree with me that sometimes when people say they want to go and network, in most cases, it is actually to find people that will help us and not people that will help. True. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So when we say we want to go and network, at our subconscious, it's not really that we want to add value. We're trying to attract or connect people that will help us to, you know, solve our own problem. And not because we want to go and help them. 
at that level, you cannot activate that capital. But if you are thinking about building relationship, it means that you're already thinking about how to help the other person. Everybody who is always thinking about networking never thinks about adding value. They want to think about how to extract value. While I was even talking about the KLT principle, a lot of people don't know that to activate the KLT principle, there are a few things that must happen. There are some things that you, you cannot say, you can't shy away from if you want to build a quality social capital. And one of them is that you must be known. You cannot afford to be invisible. Yeah. And if you are invisible, the only result is that nobody will know you. And if people don't know you, it's already a summary of your, the weight of your problem. Because you can't exchange what is you can see, what you can feel, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are visible, you can't say, ah, because I'm an introvert, I don't like going out. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. You, you are not part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, no, 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 because my culture does not allow me to attend so so and so and so meeting or the training and all that. And I don't mean about negative outing and all that. It's already a problem. Because it means that the day you will also be in a very, very, very bare need where you do not have cash, but you're going to need something that is bigger than cash. You can't have it. Yeah. Now, if perhaps you manage to also become visible, it is also important that you also keep amplifying the rate of your visibility mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because people have to constantly see you and see you and see you to be able to activate the next level, which is yeah. the like life phase. Now, why do people need to see you all the time to like you? Because as they constantly see you, they're beginning to experience your value system mm-hmm. they begin to experience your app your attitude they begin to see your dressing your composure and it is those things that will start also connecting to their own values mm-hmm. and they'll start saying oh this person smiles very well i like this person i like the way you smile i like the way you dress if you are someone that is not visible nobody will see how you smile yeah if you're someone that is not visible, nobody will see, nobody will notice that you dress well. Mm-hmm. Nobody will notice that you have a very beautiful voice. Nobody will no- notice that, you know, that you have very, very strong uh, writing skill and all that. Because even the all, all the things you've written are all stored away in a, in a diary in your bed. Mm-hmm. True. So you need to be able to put yourself out there consistently. But when you constantly put yourself out there, people begin to like you. But it doesn't stop there. Yeah. You at, at the level where people like you, you can't make exchange. You cannot exchange just because people like you. You have to be consistent for people to say, to know that you are consistent with that value system. That's where people can now trust you. Mm-hmm. You see, wow. I've known, I've, first of all, say, I've known him for five years. He is always dressing well like this. And because of that, I trust that he can do this. Yeah. Now, if you get to that point, then you have really, really equipped yourself to building very strong social capital. Now, 
For you to also start saying you want to build a social capital, you need to understand that you cannot build a social capital with other people without, first of all, feeling good about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're someone that is always looking down on yourself, then you really cannot build a strong quality social capital. You're going to, because again, the law of attraction says that we will always attract who we are. You will always attract who we are. Who we are. That's what we will always attract. And so you have to keep feeling good about yourself so that you can also attract people who are also feeling good about yourselves. And all of you guys can now come together and form something that is powerful. So these are just the um, the points I just want to put out there based on um, basic understanding on what this social capital is like, just to put it in perspective that, you know, this thing is, social capital is more than financial capital. It's more than money. Yeah. Social capital is the capital you, you have like you can you can get into a flight without luggage without cash and you land in a in a foreign country that you know nobody and you just one phone call you can have everything sorted mm-hmm. out in that nation mm. i mean you can be, i mean for instance i live i live in in, in in europe where i really really cannot use my card yeah. Because my the rate at the rate of international transaction I can use with my Naira card is limited. So it means that I can boast that I have, let's say, XYZ amount of money, and then I get into a particular country. But because I have my card, the card I can't use more than twenty dollars in a month. Ooh. And I don't know anybody. Wow. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. Even though I have money, physical cash. But my card can only do $20 in a month in 30 days. Absolutely, I'm, I'm gone. But social capital makes that you can actually get into a nation. Once you have a mobile phone and your internet is working, all you need to do is to make a call. Yeah. And say, you know what? Um, I'm already in this country. Um, how do I navigate through these pathways? And they're going to give you. And if you don't intentionally invest in that, if you don't know what you are getting into, trust me, you're not going to get anything. True. That's why I said, do not go for networking. Go for relationships. Yeah. Because when people know that you are in their lives to help to help make their own life better and easier, then they are going to give you back a return what you cannot really gain with money. Mm-hmm. Because I always tell people that access is more important than money access to quality people mm-hmm. because there are people that you really cannot pay them no amount of money can buy access to them mm-hmm. and so if for any reason anyhow you gain that access to them you have to treasure it that access is a huge social capital yeah is a huge social capital which, which can bring about all the other capitals all the other capitals this one cannot just bring it it will also sustain it mm-hmm. i mean why do you think that the person who makes the president's clothes why do you think that a lot of people will be going to him and then pay him even way more than maybe what the president is paying <laughs> it's because of access it's because of social capital mm-hmm. now let me give this scenario sometimes sometimes in, 
he will even be making the president's clothes free of charge. He won't be, he won't be charging him. He's free. But because of that access he has, is a capital, huge social capital to gain, to have very direct access to, to a president of a nation. A lot of all the other people, cabinet members, will be forced to want to have the privilege of the person who makes the president's clothes to also make theirs. Yes, true. And so he can easily charge them, charge them exorbitantly, and they will be privileged because they will, they will even feel like, ah, if he's charging me 10 million, that means the president is uh, is 20 million. Yeah. They will pay without knowing that sometimes you don't even make money directly from people. You make money as a result of people. That's what right. I found. So you make money as a result of people. That's why access is very important. There are some people you have access to. You are going to make more money than they would have paid you. Yeah. So a lot of people want to reach out to you because you have access to people. I remember back in those days when I was SA to the head of service, a lot of stuff were happening. People want to reach out to me. People want me to help them to solve problems. Not because of me, but because of the person I had access to. Mm-hmm. Right. So let me just give these lines. You see, if you want to build social capital, if you want to get on that journey, the first thing that you want to do, you want to clarify your personal values. values. You want to clarify your personal values because... You know, human beings are very intelligent and, you know, we function with energy. And it happens to me. I don't know if it happens to any person who is listening to me. Have you ever noticed that there are some people that you just see and you don't know them? You have never met them. You don't even know their name. You don't even know what their voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. And from afar, you just dislike them. You, don't, you, don't, you just don't want to talk to them. Like, nothing. They didn't do anything to you, but you just nothing there's no connection yeah energy is not flowing mm-hmm. then there are another set of person that you just see them and you just cannot wait to have this person yeah you can't wait to talk to them you can't wait to ask them what's your name i like your clothes i like this i like that that is because of energy and in most cases you find out that these persons must have one or two three things that connect them mm-hmm. now for instance someone like me over 60-70% of my 70% of my friends are medical doctors mm-hmm. call medical doctor I'm not a doctor mm-hmm. now because of my very strong strong passion for medicine I discovered that most people I see them I get very attracted to them from afar and then when we connect we talk you think that we've known ourselves for a very long time and it's now in the middle of conversation when we have already fully bonded that we now want to now find out, oh, so what's your background? What are you doing here? And it's always shocking. I would <laughs> find out that either they are medical students or they are doc- medical doctors. It always blew my mind. And mm. I'm like, you are not serious. That <laughs> doesn't <You> happen. <laughs> like, how? I'm telling you, 70% of my friends, like people that are in my, in my network call, yeah. I'm the only person that I'm not a doctor. All the other 30%, 30, 30%, 30% are are very sophisticated people in their different spaces, but the 65 to 70% that are in the medical field. You have to be able to clarify your value. Don't just go out there because you want to connect with people. If you cannot yet clarify your own personal value, what are the things that matter to you? What are the things that you like? What are the things that turns you off? What are the things that you gravitate towards? To? What's, what's your vision for tomorrow? Because those are the things that you use to prepare your craft 
to assess that capital. People cannot yeah. just give themselves to you. The next thing is trust. You know, when people don't trust themselves, it's difficult for them to trust other people. Yeah. So you have to be able to also trust yourself and knowing that people are really good people. That's one of the greatest truths I had to tell myself. Nobody's good. a bad person. Yeah, good people out there. People are really good people. Mm-hmm. Because reaction and action will always be opposite and equal. Mm-hmm. So there are some people that they wake up in the morning, maybe they'll not greet their parents. They'll just pass, pian. they'll pass again. And then the next thing, the, the child is now coming to ask the father, eh, daddy, eh, they say we should bring, uh, <laughs> they say we should bring school fees. On Monday, they were paying school fees on Monday. Are you expecting the man to be smiling and tell you all is well? I have the money. Yeah. No. <laughs> because you woke up in the morning and you did not do what you expected to do. Mm-hmm. That's also how it is with human beings. No person is a bad person. You just have to be able to understand how to get into some people's space. That was why I had to first of all mention the issue of values mm-hmm. because it, it helps you to know what f- food to put first when you are meeting with people such that the things that you don't like, you don't do it to people. Yeah. Right? So the next thing is, if you want to build social capital, the next level, the next thing that, you know, your component of building social capital, I I mentioned values, building personal values. I mentioned trust. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me talk about reciprocity. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of people get into, you want to build social capital with people, but you're not willing to reciprocate. Yeah. You're not willing to, you know, to give back. You, you are. You, there is this uh, sense of entitlement. You are always waiting for people to do for you, and when they don't do, you're always finding one million ways why, you know, they are not, they are not, they are not doing it well. Mm-hmm. So, for those of us that are entrepreneurs and young people in, in, let's say, the digital space, so you find out that your friend is doing, doing stuff. You don't even reach out. You don't even show interest in what they are doing. And you think that they don't know. Yeah. They know. They know people who are supporting them. They know people who are talking, you know, about it. They know people who are giving them shout outs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even when you want to talk to them, the energy, the, the words that we speak, their spirits, even when you talk to them, they know that even this thing you are saying is not from your heart. They know. That this thing you are, this your support you are coming to give now. Like, like it's not it's too now. You're just doing it. To, you're just trying to just mark time. Yeah. And so, if you cannot genuinely, genuinely reciprocate values to people, you're going to struggle to build the quality social capital. And life duplicates. Mm-hmm. And so, you think that it is only one person. No. How you do one thing is how you do other things. True. Because what it means is that you start looking at people based on you don't appreciate what people are doing. You're only think, always thinking, why not me? Why is it not me? And because you're always thinking about why is it not you, you can't see the need to appreciate or to, to give back to them. When people do things for you, find a way, find a way to reciprocate that value to them. The next thing is participation. Mm. Now, sometimes... You are in a particular place where they are doing stuff. Yeah, you can come out and just sit down without doing anything. I'm talking about with respect to 
you know, physical activities and all that. And even when people are celebrating, you must find a way to become part of what people are doing. When I started this at the beginning, I said, this must go beyond networking, but about building relationships. So it means that you must be willing to participate in what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. based on the values that you have built for yourself which is the foundation for this movement you must be willing to participate and you must also be willing to network mm-hmm. um, i know people that struggle so much with, with this trust me life is not going to be fair to you if you want to boycott because there is no shortcut success is highly predictable you know when we started at the backstage you are saying you just realize that most of the successful people Thing seems to have the same life trajectory. Yeah. That's really because success is predictable. There is no shortcut. Mm-hmm. You must go through that process. The only difference is that if you are fortunate to connect with people who have already gone far ahead of you, then they can teach you what they what they did and it can shorten your growth curve. Yeah it can shorten your growth curve. But you're going to go through that process. But what it means is that if there are places you're supposed to have a hitch, somebody have already told you, when you get to this particular spot, you are supposed to slow down and navigate. Mm -hmm. It was through the same process, but someone is already giving you all the roadmaps to to, to go. Otherwise, there is no shortcut to success. So you have to be willing to network. If you're the kind of person that you're always in the house and you're believing that... uh, everything will come to you. These are no longer days where things will come to you. It is you that will go go out and get things done. Now, because, three reasons. Number one, some of the biggest ideas that you're looking forward, some of the biggest breakthroughs you're looking forward to might be in a conversation you are yet to have Mm -hmm. outside. Some of them might be with people that you are yet to meet. Mm -hmm. And some of them might be in a particular place that you are yet to go to. Mm-hmm. So what it means is that your ability to network is non-negotiable. If you want to amplify your social capital, except you want to be broke, you want to go bankrupt socially. Yeah. If you want to go bankrupt socially, then you have to avoid this conversation with people. You have to avoid going to places where um, you have the potential to to amplify your your capital and then you have to also avoid going to places that will help you to build this social capital there are three things you must do okay because all these things i've been saying are just maybe is for you as a person from inside Mm -hmm. from you as a person but i want to tell you what you need to start doing today if you want to seal this whole thing because you know, as we call it capital, it can grow and it can also diminish, True. right? Yeah. The most dangerous aspect is that you can spend a lot of time to build the social capital, but you don't need a lot of time to, to crash it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> as a matter of fact, you will definitely need a lot of time to build it. Mm-hmm. However, you need to sustain it by doing specific things. That's what I want to say now. Okay. If you don't do those things, in most cases, they will start diminishing even without you knowing. And you think that you are still at the same level. Mm. 
you think that those people, as you are smiling with them, they are still smiling back at you. You know, there's a difference between that somebody is smiling with you and somebody is smiling at you. True. <laughs> True. So somebody can be smiling at you without smiling, smiling with you. With you. <laughs> exactly. So, so they can be smiling at you and you are like, wow, we're at the same level. It's not true. They have left you. Mm-hmm. They can no longer give you access to those opportunities. They can no longer mention your name where it matters. They can no longer invite you to certain conversation. They can no longer mention your name for some opportunities to be given to you mm-hmm. because the social cap- your capital is beginning to diminish. It's no longer where you used to. What do you need to do to keep sustaining it? Number one, you must develop a genuine desire to help other people. Mm-hmm. Don't help other people because of what they will give you in return. Mm-hmm. I was speaking somewhere and I was telling them how this life functions for successful people. First of all is that you have access to quality people. They give you privilege and access to quality information and knowledge. On the other hand, if you have access to quality information, it's going to attract quality people to you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you develop genuine desire to help people, it means that every time you meet people, you are always thinking of what are these person's goals? Yeah. And how do I help them to achieve that goal? If people know that you are always looking for ways to help them, to make things easier for them, then they will always keep mentioning your name. Because you're, you see, when opportunities show up, people don't <laughs> remember the people they know. They mm. remember who is available. Mm-hmm. And the person that is available is the person that is always in their mind. Because there are a lot of people they know. If you say, ah, I need a graphic designer. You can you can know tons and hundreds of graphics designers. Yeah. But what would distinguish that one person that you'd be like, oh, this is the person? It's because this person has been designing for you, is not giving you stress. Mm-hmm. It doesn't switch off the mobile phone when you have paid him. <laughs> when he delivers, he delivers excellently. And if you need it, need correction, they correct it without stressing your life. Mm-hmm. All of them are doing the same thing, but this person is different. That's the only way the name will come. Do you understand the, what the picture I'm painting? Yeah. So you have to develop genuine desire to help other people. The next thing you have to do is that you must find a way to become a bridge builder. Hmm. You must find a way to be a channel through which people go from their problem because sometimes you may not have a solution to their problem. But how do you become a channel? Do you know books or resources they can read? Mm -hmm. Do you know websites that can help them? Maybe it's a paid program. You don't have money to sponsor them, but do you know some paid program you can tell them, oh, I know so-so and so-and-so that is happening somewhere. Mm -hmm. Do you know other people that are in that space that will help them? Don't be stingy with your platform. Don't be stingy with with your resources. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the resources will definitely finish. But when it finishes, what is it? I told people that this relationship is one thing that will remain after everything has failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After everything has failed, relationship is the only thing that will remain. The last thing is that you must become a connector. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I've, I've known quite a couple of persons in my life who are, who are one of the things I know them for is, you know, they are always looking forward to connecting people. Now, they are always in the middle. They may not be doing so much, but they just know people that are, they just know that one, one, one plus one is two. Mm-hmm. So you get into a space where you are very passionate about leadership, you're passionate about youth development, they're already thinking who else is in this space in this place who else who else who else who else and once they know the person they will just curate a way of connecting you now they are doing it not because they are going to gain anything once they create that connection that's what they'll need to do Mm -hmm. so you must do any of these three things one you have to be very genuinely interested in helping other people to succeed number two you have to be a bridge builder Mm -hmm. You have to be the intercepting point between people's problem and their solution. Let people know that anytime they have an issue, they come to you. Even if you don't have money to give them, you have you know somebody somewhere. Then lastly, let people know that when you meet people, you are not you don't hold people. You know, there are some people they will have access to some very quality people, but they will do everything. Make sure it doesn't get out. <laughs> They will do everything to make sure that ah no 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 nobody in my space must know this so so and so. Do you understand? Nobody in my space. Ah, you now travel to one program and then you met a very, uh, you know, a coach or a leader and all those things. And now a friend of yours is already saying, oh, I would like to have access to it. Now, let's not misunderstand it. There is the place where some people out of. Uh, youthful exuberance and some people also want to abuse those level of assets and all yeah, that yeah but but i'm talking about where even you know that some people in your industry some people in your at your level someone you can vouch for say oh this person is this type of quality of person but you still don't want to even make a move to know that okay i think your access to this person i remember that there was a time that I, I had access. I, uh, that was one of the things I did when I started. When I started, I used to take people, I, I traveled a lot back in those days. And then when I come back, I'll just find one person that is doing one marvelous thing in Abuja. I'll come back to a point and I'll call my friends. Then I had some little money. I'll, I'll, all of us will enter bus and we'll go to Abuja together. I know some of my friends then that they had not even traveled for the first time to Abuja. All of us will go there. What was I doing? I was giving them access to the same persons that inspired my life. Yeah. Because I believe that if all of us get inspired, our life will be way better. Even now, we are now kind of doing a lot of stuff at the global level. Mm. So once you are this kind of person that always wants other people to be different from the way you met them before, then you are already very, very set to building a very, very strong social capital. Wow. Thank you. I mean, you shared so much, but I think the crux of the matter is building healthy relationships, not just collecting numbers and bugging people with problems, but building healthy relationships. That is the bedrock of building social capital. And thank you so much, Raymond. You do so much um, within Africa. You do so much. And you have a program coming up. I know um, people are going to listen to this 
in years to come, I don't know. So when you're listening to this, just know that this program is scheduled for 26th to 31st of July, 2022. So in just very few minutes, tell us about Youth Spark Rwanda coming up. Well, so very, very quickly, the Youth Spark Leadership Exchange and Mentorship Program is is one of the signature programs. In fact, it's amazing a program that Youth Spark will be holding for the first time in Rwanda. Yes, we had other activities that has happened, the Youth Spark Pan-African Conference, the Strategic Leadership Conference, but this is very different in the sense that uh, it's an, a five days intensive learning program for entrepreneurs and business owners across Africa who are bringing them together to come and brainstorm, to connect, to learn together. Um, much more importantly, is also providing a platform, a springboard for global market penetration. What it means is that People are going to come with their ideas, what they're already doing in their different countries. Mm-hmm. But we're going to find a ground, a very, very um, single ground for them to break into other spaces. So we're going to build some high-level collaborations and partnerships also. It's going to be happening in Rwanda. During the program, uh, we're going to be talking about issues around strategic leadership, business networking, business structure, uh, project management, and also how entrepreneurs will begin to protect their ideas and their businesses using the law, using the law to protect their businesses. Okay. Uh, but interestingly, we're also going to be having field trip. There's going to be, there are components of the program which includes our learning visits, which is like engaging with top go- uh, government or functionaries. We'll also be having internship programs. So we'll be deploying people to very high institutions and organizations to go and learn for like three to four hours mm-hmm. experiences on how they are building those organizations and then we'll also be having like a, um, a summary event where people can share their experiences. And so it's really an encompassing program, uh, yeah. which I like to call, it has a, an innovative learning approach where people are not just going to be in a conference hall from morning till night, but every day has specific programs in specific locations to ensure that people learn not just from the classroom but they also learn innovatively engaging with people uh, of the of the of the country of rwanda and it's going to be an interesting experience wow wow amazing so if you are out there and you know you want to have an amazing experience this is the program to look forward to so if you want to connect with raymond okwani do that um i know registration is closing 30th of this month may so get in touch with him quickly so you can get on board and have the time of your life in Rwanda. They yeah. can also follow you to Spark Pan Africa to get all, all, all the information. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Raymond. Thank you for coming on the show. You. Thank you for having me. This has been an amazing time with Raymond Okwani telling us how to build social capital. One of the things he said that I love so much is, When you talk about social capital, forget networking. Yeah, networking is good, but this is not the issue. The issue is building healthy, quality relationships. So the next time you get into people's space, you know what to do. You are there to build healthy relationships. And he also said something that I want to mention or reentrace. He said, Access to quality people is more important than money. That is your takeout from this episode. Access to quality people 
is more important than money. This has been Rooted Arabos Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji. Until I come your way next week with another exciting episode, have a beautiful day and God bless you. Bye-bye.